Understanding God's promise and provision to heal you is critical in building your faith to be healed. Now, the Bible is filled with tons of information about healing, but I want you to know and I want you to be encouraged that people are frequently healed by receiving just one or two essential healing truths. Now, get ready because in this episode, I'm going to cover one of those essential truths that if you get it, you can literally experience the healing power of God today in your life and body. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. I want to welcome you to the Be Healed podcast, episode number 17. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you haven't followed my YouTube channel, be sure to do that at youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. You'll get access to teaching on a wide variety of topics, as well as access to episodes of our TV program, The Miraculous Life, also highlighting amazing testimonies and teachings so you can live the life that Jesus Christ died to give you. Okay, let's get ready to hear about one of the simplest yet most powerful truths about healing entitled, Jesus Took Our Sickness. When I was healed of cancer a long while ago, I remember the man introducing me to the Word of God and sharing with me what it taught about healing. At the center of our conversation were two things. One, who Jesus was, and two, what Jesus did for me. At the center of what Jesus did was one of the most important scriptures you'll ever learn about healing, and the text is found in the book of the prophet Isaiah in the 53rd chapter. Okay, I'm going to read the first six verses of this chapter, and then we're going to discuss the meaning of what they reveal. It says in the first verse, who has believed our report and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace was upon him, and by his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. These are very, very powerful verses, and we're going to break out some of the meaning here. And I want to prepare you. We're going to do a bit of a word study through these verses, but it's going to be worth it because it will bring you to a place of really understanding that what Jesus Christ did on the cross is so closely linked to us receiving healing. So let's take a look at this, and we're going to see in verse three, it says, He is despised and rejected by men a man of sorrows. It also describes later in verse four, it says, surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Well, this word sorrows, and please forgive me for my 
mispronunciation in Hebrew, but it's translated makoba, and it literally means pain, physical pain. And this comes from the Strong's Concordance, all these translations that can easily be looked up from the James Strong Enhanced Lexicon. And so the term sorrows means physical pain. So when it says that surely he has borne our grief, to bear something means to take it upon yourself. And it says that he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He's carrying our sorrows, literally translated pains. So this is part of the work of what Jesus did. Now it goes through, it says that in verse three, he was acquainted with grief. And in verse four, it says he again bore our griefs. Well, that word to bear griefs literally translated is koli in Hebrew. And that literally translated means sickness. So if you look at verse four of Isaiah 53, it's literally saying that Jesus Christ, this is who is being prophesied here. This is a prophecy that Jesus is going to come. The Messiah is going to come and he will bear our griefs. He will carry our sorrows. What is he going to do? He will bear our pains and our sicknesses. Now, again, these words refer to physical sickness and disease. It says in verse five that he was wounded for our transgressions. Transgressions means sins. So he was wounded, which literally means that it was a fatal wound, that there was a piercing, a fatality through a piercing in this idea of he's wounded, which is speaking of Jesus being pierced through to the point of death upon the cross. Now it says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised. Bruised literally translated is dakah, which means to be crushed, to be shattered. So God is putting uh, this scripture here to tell us that Jesus is going to be going to the cross and he's going to be taking our physical sicknesses, disease, and pain, and that he's going to be crushed and wounded fatally by being pierced because of our sins. It describes that he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement, which means a correction, a discipline. It's basically punishment for our peace was upon him. Him, speaking of Jesus, the Messiah. And it describes here that by his stripes in verse 5, and by his stripes, literally the kabura, which is a wound or a blow. Basically, they whipped Jesus Christ and they had bone and metal at the end of these ropes and and, uh, whips and it would tear his flesh off of his body. And the whips on his back and body made stripes. And so the Bible is saying, and by his stripes, by the punishment that he's enduring, we are healed. Now, the term healed in Hebrew is rafa, and it literally means to be healed, to turn any defect or hurt 
into healing. It is an amazing scripture that we're getting that this prophecy of the Messiah was not only to forgive our sins, but that as he was taking the punishment for our sins, he was also simultaneously bearing our, verse 4, griefs and sorrows, our pains and sicknesses and diseases. I want everybody to understand that this was written in 740 BC around by Isaiah. And again, it's prophesying of the work that Jesus would do, the Messiah would do. And a lot of people don't know that they're suffering with sickness and disease in the world right now, but God's goodness, God's love who sent Jesus literally put him on the cross so that he would be able to take every ounce of punishment, every ounce of pain, and would be able to destroy all the sickness and disease. Literally, Jesus has taken every sickness and disease upon himself. This is the work of Jesus Christ in the gospel. Now, that was a long time ago, but Jesus shows up. We know he was birthed on the earth. He comes in his first coming, and now he's working the works of God. And Matthew chapter 8 is telling us that he goes about and he He's starting to do the work of God. And listen to what it says in chapter 8, verse 14. It says, Now when Jesus had come into Peter's house, he saw his wife's mother lying sick with a fever. And he touched her hand, and the fever left her, and she arose and served them. So Jesus is healing. Now, verse 16. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed. And he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. These are physical sicknesses. These are physical things caused by demonic possession. It says, they brought to him who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits of the word and healed all who were sick. Now, verse 17 is where things get pretty amazing. It says, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, he himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Verse 17 is saying that this is Jesus. This is what was prophesied. He would take our infirmities. He would take our sicknesses. And it's so beautiful that the New Testament in the Greek actually translates the Hebrew words of griefs and sorrows into infirmities and sicknesses by itself. That's just in the scripture itself. And what does it say? It says, the Messiah, Jesus, he himself took. If you have a Bible, I want you to underline, circle the word took. I want you to underline, he himself took. He himself, Jesus himself took our infirmities. I want you to dwell on this. I want you to get this, that our loving, beautiful Savior, our Deliverer, our Healer, did the work on the cross, and he took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. Brothers and sisters, whether it's COVID-19, heart disease, cancer, lockjaw, broken limbs, whatever it may be, Jesus took it on the cross. He didn't leave any work undone. We've got to get this in our minds because once we begin to realize, wait a minute, Jesus, you already did this. You already suffered on the cross. You already did it by your stripes. 
We are healed. By your punishment, we are healed. Why are we healed? Because he took them. He bore the curse. He bore the sin, which caused him to bear the curse, which caused him to absorb all of the consequences of the curse, which includes sickness. I'm going to say that again because it's so important. Jesus took our sin. So he took the punishment of the sin, which was the curse, and he took the sickness, which was the result of the curse. You see, if Jesus takes the sin, he automatically was going to take the consequence of the sin, which was sickness and disease and every other thing that would kill, steal, and destroy the body. So when we're looking at this context, we're seeing he himself did it. So you have the prophecy in Isaiah, this is the Messiah, will do it. You've got the historical record in Matthew that he did it there, but we can go even further. After Jesus ascended into heaven, he died, he was resurrected and ascended into heaven. It says in 1 Peter that Jesus, it says in verse 24 of chapter 2, it says, who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you were healed. Now, he's speaking to people who are around after the ascension of Jesus back into heaven. So Jesus has already come, already fulfilled the work, the prophecy, and ascended back to heaven. And Peter is proclaiming to this generation that you are already healed because Jesus already took the punishment. And in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 24, it describes this in one verse that it says, who himself bore our sins. There's the taking of the sins in his own body. And it says that we should have died to sins that we might live for righteousness because Jesus Christ suffered and died and says, by whose stripes you were healed. And you know, the thing about biblical teaching and about knowing whether we are accurate or not, if we're interpreting the scripture correctly, is really based on the fruit that comes forth from it. So what we have so far is a prophecy from Isaiah about the Messiah. We have the historical record of Jesus doing it in Matthew. We've got First Peter telling us that the work has been done for all and for people who are around after Jesus. And we have one more thing. We have an undeniable, amazing record that people have been and are being healed in the name of Jesus all across the globe. We're seeing mass numbers over the years of people receiving this truth and receiving miracles. We can go back from the days of Jesus Christ until now and into tomorrow and still see that people are healed because Jesus Christ took the sickness and disease. He himself did it. Can I share an encouraging word with you? Jesus never failed. He himself did it. He wasn't relying on a human being. He himself did it. And when it says he himself did it, it meant it was thorough. It meant it was successful. And it meant that it is finished. Jesus Christ did it, and it's bearing fruit today. In our own ministry, As we teach these truths, we see people healed. We see miracles happening in front of us. We've seen people dramatically healed of COVID-19 and recover. Other churches believing this have seen the same thing. 
We've seen people walking that could not walk well. We've seen things happen, limbs growing, deaf ears opening up, spines being um, uh, straightened in moments of time, and all these miracles that are taking place. Uh, we, we had a woman with fluid in her lungs. She went back to the doctor. There was none in, 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 a, in a supernatural period of time. We've seen even minor things like uh, shoulders being healed and injuries being healed. Uh, in the ministry, there have been people with plates, metal plates uh, th- that, that have been healed. Uh, these miracles are happening. Why? Because we understand that by Jesus Christ's stripes, we are healed and by whose stripes we were healed. So there's a few things that you can do very practically today. You've got to realize that whatever problem you have, whatever is in your body right now, Jesus already bore it. You need to apply this truth. You need to refuse to keep it. You need to shift away from the mentality that says, well, God, will you take this from me? My goodness, the word study we've done, the verses that we've gone over today, they demonstrate that God would say to you, my child, I have already gone to the cross. I've already borne them. I've already taken them. You know, in Matthew chapter 9, Jesus said in verse 5 to a man who was crippled, he said, for which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, arise and walk. The work has been done. The work has been done. The work has been completed. You do not need to keep your sickness. You do not need to keep your pain. It doesn't matter how long you've suffered with it. It doesn't matter how many times you've prayed. As these healing truths are permeating your heart and mind, you can begin to move into a different realm of faith that says, Lord, I will not keep this sickness, this infirmity, this pain. You took it from me. You already bore it on the cross, the tree. You have already done it completely. And so I'm going to give you five things that you can do. I'm going to work through these very quickly, but I pray they be a blessing to you. They're all in the letter R to make it easy. The first one is remember. Remember the work of Jesus, that he himself took your infirmity and bore your sickness. Number two, receive this work. Oh, receive and believe it. Let it be settled in your heart deeply that he has already done it. He has taken it. Number three, refuse to keep the sickness that Jesus took from you. When you refuse to keep it, the healing is already in motion. Number four, release yourself from that sickness that Jesus took. By declaring it with your mouth in faith that the finished work of Jesus has rescued you and command that ailment, call it by name, and command it to leave you because you are forgiven and you are free and Jesus has taken it and no devil can keep you sick. When Jesus has already been ransomed and taken it and paid for your curse and your punishment, you need not suffer underneath the punishment of your own sin. Jesus took it for you. Jesus bled for you. Jesus was bruised, crushed, wounded for you. 
Why should we suffer underneath a curse of sickness and disease when our Lord and Savior Jesus took it? My goodness, he bore the worst pain and punishment ever imaginable. Jesus did it. Let's not think that it was done in vain. We need to embrace it, receive it, and lay hold of it. So release yourself from that sickness and declare that Jesus has taken it and declare by his stripes, by the stripes of the Messiah, by the stripes of Jesus Christ, I am healed. Command it to leave your body and see it being put on the cross. See it leaving your body and being put on Jesus there, hanging on the cross, pierced in his hands and feet and side. See it transferring from you to him. Oh, I can feel it as I'm sharing it now. See it leave your body and being placed on Jesus as he's paying your sin debt, your curse debt, and taking all the punishment. Receive the freedom. And the last R is rest. When you commanded to leave your body and you receive that transference out of your body and upon the body of Jesus Christ, freedom is coming. So rest. Rest in the completed, finished work of Jesus. Oh, I pray, don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Don't take it up again. Don't embrace it again. Lay all your worry aside and rest that you are healed. Those who believe, those who receive, those who enforce this truth, you will receive healing in your body. It's time. Allow the grace, the full grace of Jesus Christ to be shed abroad in your heart and mind. It's going to manifest in your body. Oh, as you believe it right now, you will receive it. And I want to tell you that you can't receive something that Jesus did without receiving Jesus. You have to receive the greatest gift ever given to humankind, and that is Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Believe that He is the Son of God. Believe that He came to suffer and die for you. Believe that God raised Him from the dead on the third day. Receive the forgiveness of every sin you may have ever committed. Receive the grace, for as He forgives you, you are being released from the curse, and every one of your sin, sicknesses, and diseases are being transferred off of you and on to Jesus. Truly, He is the sacrifice, the Lamb of God, which takes away the sins of the world. I pray that you will receive what God has written in the Scripture. I pray that you will embrace this truth above all your circumstances and feelings. I pray that you will cling to it and hold to it. For this is what I had learned the day that I received the Lord Jesus and the same day I was healed of cancer. I realized that my Lord, my God, my Savior, Jesus Christ, bore my sickness and my disease. I do not need to keep it. You don't need to keep it. The body of Christ does not need to keep it. We need to receive this amazing gift and understand that by his stripes, we are healed because he himself bore our infirmities and our sicknesses. Boy, I hope this blessed you. I hope that it will change your life. I pray you'll share it with a friend, share it with someone who needs it, and make sure you subscribe to this podcast as we continue 
to release key truths that will bring your healing and enable you to walk in the supernatural power of God. We love you. We look forward to speaking with you next week. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.